0: Welcome to the podcast. Got any spoons? I'm your host, Anne. I am not a doctor, and I do not offer medical advice. I just happen to be a fellow person with chronic illness who's been in this world a while trying to figure stuff out. Today, let's talk about bad days. We all have them. They can be mental health bad days, and they can be pain days. Uh, They can just be days where things aren't going how we need them to go. And it's just hard. Can't do all the things we want to do. Have to cancel plans. Friends don't invite us to things. I mean, there's a whole host of things and we know that. And, um, it's, everyone is a challenge to deal with. And uh, there are different ways. I'm not one to wake up in the morning and go, oh shit, this is going to be a bad day. Um, Getting up is definitely difficult with my pain, uh, but it is painful enough when I wake up that getting up is the solution. If I stay in bed, I hurt more. That just happens to be my unique situation. And yes, when my feet hit the floor, floor, I feel like knives are going through them. Take the deep breath in and keep going. I have to. That's just the way it works. And I have to keep going. Now I have shoes on at all times. Um, For me, I have very high arches and Fit Flop brand are what works for me. Everybody has their favorite kind. If you don't have a favorite kind, I suggest you start looking for one because wearing shoes all the time for most of us is a really great start to having a few more spoons, uh, I know some will disagree and say that barefoot is the way to go. And for them, they may be right. If you haven't tried wearing good quality shoes inside your house, I would say try. Have a dedicated pair. That's great. Um, and then you can have your other shoes that you go out in. Um, when I figured that out, it does help. Uh, it helps me walk, it gives me a little bit more stamina to just always have shoes on. I never take them off. Uh, So that's kind of a joke in our family. Also, my husband knows that if I ever have, um, if I'm ever in a coma, that he can put my socks on me and not lace up the seam or line up the seam with my toes ever so perfectly. And I will get so mad that I will come out of the coma to yell at him because I had a dream, a repetitive dream that that's what I was doing. So, um, he knows that one. There are some people who do struggle to get out of bed. Bed is the best place for them, or they feel like it's the best place for them. If that's your situation, um, I have friends who have bad day boxes and the encouragement to get out of bed is to go get that box. And inside of it, they have placed some of their favorite rainy day items is what most people would call it. We'll just call it bad day items that bring them joy, that are a special thing and um, can get them going for the day. I know for me, mentally, If I'm in a rut, if I'm ruminating, if I'm on the proverbial pity pot, change of scenery helps me tremendously. If I can go outside, that's even better. Unfortunately, I'm not able to regulate my body temperature very well at all. And so if the temperature and the weather conditions aren't just so... I can get myself in real trouble spending time outside. I am an extrovert, a true extrovert. I get my energy from people. Doing this podcast and talking into a microphone is extremely difficult because right now I don't have an audience. I haven't built a following or a community. That's my goal, that's my hope. But right now I'm just talking into space without that energy, without that feedback. I really just will stop. I want to stop. Point being, if I'm having a bad mental day that going out, going to the mall where people are moving, going to the library, going to a Starbucks, someplace where I can sit and see people, watch people, that's going to help me a great deal. Uh, Sometimes that can be hard. I'm not always able to drive, and so I might need to ask for a ride. Or I have found that if I go to YouTube and I find um, a a video of a live performance of someone I know um, that's very high energy, like Garth Brooks or Justin Timberlake or the Indigo Girls, uh, those type of things can really encourage me. I feed off of that energy. Those those performers are such high energy or for indigo girls, it's it's more like a spiritual thing for me, but um, that can help me. That can give me some energy on bad mental health days. Um, affirmations. This one isn't easy for me to remember. I had a friend remind me, hey, what what affirmations are you telling yourself every morning? I'm like, what? I'm not telling myself affirmations every morning. Well, you should start. And you know what? He was right. Uh, So I bought a book of affirmations because I went to the bookstore. I was having a bad day and going to the bookstore. I could get there that day and just being around. It was so great to see so many people at the bookstore. And I was able to find some affirmations. And I do have quite a large mirror in my bathroom and I definitely don't use it. Uh, So I will be finding some affirmations this weekend and I'm going to be writing them on the two mirrors that I have and making sure I talk, speak those affirmations to myself every morning. That's a great practice and I'm glad that my friend um, reminded me of that. You can find affirmations online. You can make up your own affirmations. You don't have to buy them. Uh, that was me and the double, the double pleasure. If, if, if you may have going to the bookstore to finding the affirmations to bring them home and actually use them. Um, in the past I've had a book of affirmations and the best place for me to put it because I was in the throes of homeschooling, had two kids, had two dogs, had two cats, um, it was my book was in the bathroom so it was just uh, daily affirmations for uh the al anon children of alcoholics is what it was so it was a great thing for me that every day i could read that affirmation and it really spoke to me maybe there's a affirmation book that would do the same for you and the bathroom is a place where you have, you have alone time or maybe you have frequent time because of your illness uh, but that's a, a suggestion um my therapist often has suggested I write a letter to myself I'm usually struggling with accepting where I'm at or the limitations or something like that something that I really have nothing no control over. Um, I don't ruminate a lot about my past I've done a lot of therapy on that one um, but if You do ruminate if you feel like you have regrets about the past. I would recommend that you write a letter to that past self and maybe offer some grace and some forgiveness. Maybe offer some caveats or warnings of things that you should watch out for in your older years. Um, Maybe write a letter to the future you or the you right now, tomorrow. If you're reading this, I successfully made it through a bad day, and I need you to remember that. I We made it. Our success rate is 100%. Don't forget that. Um, it, it allows you to think about it. And, and what type of words would you be telling your best friend, a good friend, if they were in a similar situation to you? Maybe you think about that, writing a letter to them, but sending it to yourself. If it's cathartic, if it's ruminating, There are also other things you can do. You can rip it up and destroy the letter, that type of thing. So letter writing is another option to manage a bad mental health day. I always uh, prefer to focus on other people. So I will get onto some type of social media and start blasting affirmations to my friends because it's really easy for me to affirm their positive qualities. I can do that all day. And if it makes them smile and it gets them happy, then I'm getting out of my rut doing that. Um, I mentioned the concerts, but just music in general, if you don't have stereo headphones, it might be an investment, but you don't need it. I understand. I just happen to be super big into music and putting on a pair of headphones and listening to music that stimulates my brain both ways. And, um, headphones are, I listen to the music that gives me a head high. It's got a lot of little detailed intricacies that you're not going to hear often in a car because there's road noise or, um, my car is for my body high music my angry music. Uh, probably not that you should be angry while driving. That's not it. This is just a release. Um, God smacks whatever. It's probably one of my angry theme songs. The lyrics of I'm doing the best I ever did. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best I ever did. Now go away. (laughs) Yeah, that gets pretty loud. Um, some people like puzzles so that it will distract you. Puzzles, crocheting, that other mind activity, and you're creating something. Um, actually, my daughter is great with puzzles and crocheting. She she has a crochet project going pretty much all the time. When she was younger, she found crochet um, when things were pretty bad and the pain was pretty constant and she needed to have something to channel that so that she could be present. And people don't want you on your phone. They won't think you're listening and you might not be listening. You might be focusing on just being present. Um, But if you're crocheting, that doesn't seem like such a diss and you can have that going and your hands are going and maybe you know, Back in the day, she just made lines and lines and rows and rows, and there was no project. It was just the act of the loop and the yarn and the crocheting um, for her. I can't craft for diddly squat, guys. I, I don't know where she gets that. Actually, I do. All of her aunts are crafty. But me and her grandmother, no crafty. We don't do that. Um, some people... Uh, have a blanket, like a silky that they can cocoon, cocoon themselves in just to feel like a tight squeeze hug. That might help. It might help pain, it might help mental. It's not someplace that I would I would advocate staying for a really long time. Um, but if it's done purposefully, mindfully, to give yourself that grace to just say it's going to be okay. I'm collecting myself literally and visit- figuratively. Um, essential oils I don't think essential oils are the answer to everything. I'm simply saying that a positive smell can help you can help boost your mood um, because the olfactory sense the sense of smell brings back the strongest memories. so if you can find a smell or an essential oil that brings back positive memories and vibes, having that handy. Um, I remember being in the trauma unit and back then we had film canisters and they put a cotton ball in the film canister and we put some, you know, oil on it. I don't think they even called it essential oils back then. And that film canister was carried in your pocket and then you could pop it open and go, Ooh, there's that, that smell that makes me feel so much better. So, um, those are some of the mental health things that one can do, by all means, not exhaustive. And some of them won't work for you. If you have others, I'd love to hear them in the comments um, so we could support each other. Oh, and hey, look, we've made it to our 15 minutes, so it's time for a break. Let's check in, see if we have any sponsors. Bad pain days. Uh, this one's hard. This one's hard because in my current state, I I do have a port and I need it to get my nutrition and my hydration and medicines because my GI tract does not work and I don't absorb things. That which I do absorb are typically metabolized at such a high rate that they're not useful. And yes, there is a test out there if you're interested uh, there's it 's pharmacological genetics, and there are two different companies I can put those in the links that offer the genetic testing. You will have to find a doctor who will prescribe that. I think both companies will put you in touch with them, but then you also have someone that to go over the results uh, because it is not easy, it is not simple, and you really need some guidance with why the medicines don't work for you, whether it's a ultra rapid metabolizing or slow metabolizing. The tests I believe were started mainly to help with transplants and what would and wouldn't work. Like do do your homework because transplants have so much work to do with the body accepting, rejecting and that type of thing that they started studying a person's genes and what were most effective. Um, Since I have a genetic order, and I have problems with medications and absorption, it seemed logical that we would have that test. And point being, I don't have any pain medication at this time that will help. Um, So I I can't take Tylenol or or Advil orally um, or anything else. So my pain uh, strategies are all natural and what I can or can't do and um, I know it sounds weird, but I have a heated mattress pad. And for me and my connective tissue disorder, that can be extremely helpful. It's different than just a heating pad. I, I can't explain it other than I'm like sinking into it and it hits more areas and it, it helps me. But maybe a heating pad is your thing. Maybe ice is your thing. Maybe if you haven't tried it, Putting heat on one part of your body and ice on another can confuse the signals in your brain enough that you're gonna reduce the pains, the pain because your body's way too confused and focused on the the competing input that they're receiving, that it's receiving. Um, there's Epsom salt baths. And again, uh, a warm bath is one thing with the Epsom salts. If you're able to take a shower uh, with the port, it's hard for me, but I can do like waist and below. Take the shower and adjust the temperature. Go from hot to warm to cold or just switch back and forth. Again, you're throwing your body off, giving it something else to do and think about what the old saying of if your hand hurts, stomp on your foot. I'm not suggesting that I am suggesting possibly alternating (laughs) the temperature of your water in your shower. Um, rub the extremities, your hands, your feet. I mean, there's reflexology, which is amazing. And I don't know enough about reflexology to have that be helpful in my own way. But when things are really bad, if my husband starts to rub my feet for me, I know that can help a great deal. Um, I have other family members that have some pain issues and I know, um, if I can rub their feet or slightly, you know, touch a different part of their body or tap it and give them that different, uh, input, it can, it can help a little bit, take that edge off. And that's what we're talking about. Just take the edge off on a really bad pain day. So, um, giving yourself grace is always important. You don't have to do all the things through the pain. You can call your limits and give yourself grace. And I probably am one who should take that advice more often than I do. And it's something that my family needs to remind me of. Also, talk to your loved ones about your pain scale. Everybody experiences pain differently. And, um, they have the faces, you know, at the hospital and they'll say 10 is the most, the most pain that you can imagine. And I always felt like you don't know my imagination. I can imagine some pretty bad stuff. I don't know if I would stay awake during those things. Hopefully I would pass out, but they're pretty, they're pretty gruesome, what I can think of. And I've already experienced pretty damn gruesome. So it's going to be hard for me to get to quote 10 out of 10. But for me, um, seven is where I'm at most of the time. I can function. It's not too bad. I have some glitches when it spikes where I i don't remember something. Um, eight is I'm holding my breath a little bit more. Am I be physically holding my body. And I'm definitely what we call in this household, glitchy. I forget things. I repeat things. I might go into like a hyperactive moment where, um, it's kind of like another, it's another level. And I start storytelling and it's storytelling to distract myself, to distract them. I don't want anybody asking about my pain. I just want to keep going. I'm doing that, pushing through, but it is hard. And in the moments that I stop the storytelling, I'm probably going to be rubbing my arms, holding my shoulders, you know, sitting down, that type of thing. My family definitely knows my tells. But um, then for me, uh, a nine, okay, I've stopped telling stories now. And I am definitely holding my breath and I cannot, I cannot fake it till I make it. This is me staying home. This is me like just rocking and uh, my husband's basically going to need to do things for me. And, and we're going to go from that. Level 10, that's audible screaming or, and I know It doesn't sound pleasant. I'm writhing in pain. I'm screaming. I cannot find anything comfortable or comforting. And for us, because I have no pain options, pain relief options at home, if I get to a level 10 and I'm there for more than a couple hours, I'm likely going to go to the ER. Not always, because if you're not dying, there's no reason to go is what they say. Um, and for chronically ill, they say your pain should be managed outside of the ER and they're right, but there's no pain management or any doctor for that matter. That's going to give me medicine to put in my port for home, uh, type administration. So those are my rules and I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm saying that our family has set the parameters. We understand what the levels mean, because my husband might ask, what level are you in? And um, do, he always he always asks, do you want to go to the hospital? Because he knows that there's pros and cons. If we go to the hospital in the ER and the staff are having a bad day or don't believe me or, I mean, it's it's a thing. It's definitely a thing that we like to avoid and I'm sure most people like to avoid. It's not fun. It's it's not the easy, just go to the ER and get help that people think it is. Um, so those are some of the things also I'm kind of backtracking a little bit, but, um, pillows, body pillows, getting yourself in a comfortable position and just that distraction. If you have puppies or kitties, um, Have them come and and be there with you. That's nice. Um, And uh, TV shows, maybe something that you've watched before. You don't have to get new stuff. All of that. That's uh, great stuff for bad days. I hope you found some of this helpful. I think I'll probably have to divide this into a part one and part two um, for the physical pain and then the mental pain so that I keep things under 15 minutes, or maybe we'll do a longer um, podcast and see how y'all like that. Of the people who have heard my podcast, they do want more. They do, they do want a longer uh, episode. I'm still getting there, and the energy is a thing. So uh, thank you for listening. Remember, you're not alone and you are loved. Warrior on. You'll do this. Keep it up.